me as captives to Rome. I should prefer you doing so, Suetonius. I could hardly pardon men who have so withstood us. But upon the other hand, I should grieve to commence my rule by an act of severity. Beside, I hope through them to persuade the others. For, as you told me in your letter, it is but a fraction of these outlaws that you have subdued to lay down their arms. It is well, indeed, that you have taken their chief, and that he, as I hear, has partly been brought up among us and speaks our language. Yes, he lived here for some five years as a hostage for his tribe. He was under the charge of Caius Muro, who returned to Rome after our defeat of the Britons. I made inquiries about him when I learned that he was chief of the insurgents and heard that he was tractable and studious when among us, and that Caius thought very highly of his intelligence. They are noble-looking men, Petronius said, surveying the group of captives. It is an honor to conquer such men. I will speak with their chief presently. I shall make no longer delay, Suetonius said. Ships have been lying at the port in readiness for my departure for the last two weeks, and I would fain sail tomorrow or next day. Glad I shall be to leave this island, where I have had nothing but fighting and hardships since I landed, and you have done well. Petronius said courteously. It was but half conquered when you landed. It is wholly subdued now. It is for me only to gather the fruit of your victories. Never was there such an obstinate race, Suetonius replied angrily. Look at these men. They bear themselves as if they were the conquerors instead of conquered. They are good for something better than to be killed, Suetonius. If we could mate all our Roman women with these fair giants what a race we should raise you would admire them less if you saw them pouring down on you shouting like demons suetonius said sullenly perhaps so suetonius but i will endeavor to utilize their strength in our service and not to call it into the field against us now let us enter the house varro he said to one of his officers take charge of the captives until suetonius sails Guard them strongly, but treat them well. Place them in the house where they will not be stared at by the crowd. If their chief will give you his word that they will not attempt to escape, their bonds can be removed. If not, they must remain bound. Pharaoh at once called the centurion of the legion in garrison at Camelodian and bade him bring up his company. These, on their arrival, surrounded the captives and marched with them to a guardhouse near. When they entered, Varro said to Beric, The orders of the propator are that you shall all be released from your bonds if you will give your oath that you will not try to escape. Beric turned to the others and asked if they were willing to give their promise. In no case could we escape, he said. You may be sure we shall be guarded too strictly for that. If it were better that we should remain bound by our own promise than by our fetters. As they all consented, Beric, in their name, took an oath that they would not attempt to escape so that the ropes that bound their arms were at once taken off, and in a short time a meal was sent to them from the house of Petronius. Soon after they had finished, an officer came in and requested Beric to accompany him to the propator. I will bring two of my followers with me, Beric said. I would not say aught to the Roman governor, that my tribesmen should not hear. 
The officer assented, and Beric, with Bodoic and another sub-chief, followed him to the house of the proprietor. Petronius was seated with Suetonius at his side, while a number of officers and officials stood behind him. How is it, Beric, he asked, that as I hear of you, you speak our language and have lived for years amongst us, come to be a leader of those who have warred against us? It is perhaps because I studied Roman books and learned how you value freedom and independence, Beric replied, and how you revolt against tyranny. Had Rome been conquered by a more powerful nation, every Roman would have risen in arms had one-tenth of the tyranny been practiced against them, which Cadius Decinius exercised against us. We have been treated worse than the beasts of the field. Our lives, our property, and the honor of our women were sacrificed at his will. Death was a thousand times better than such treatment. I read that Rome has elsewhere been a worthy conqueror, respecting the religion of the tribes it subdued, and treating them leniently and well. Had we been so treated, we should have been, if not contented, patient under our lot. But being men, we rose against the infamous treatment to which we were subject. And although we have been conquered and well-nigh exterminated, there are Britons still remaining and if such be the treatment to which they are subjected, it is not till the last Briton is exterminated that you will rule this island. A murmur of surprise at the boldness with which the young captive spoke ran round the circle. Have you inquired since you arrived, Beric went on, of the infamous deeds of Decianus, how he seized without the shadow of excuse, the property of Brodicia, and how, when she came here for justice for herself and her insulted daughters, he ordered her to be scourged. Should we, a free-born people, submit to such an indignity to our queen? I knew from the first that our enterprise was hopeless, and that without order or discipline we must in the end be conquered. But it was better a thousand times to die than to live subject to treatment worse than that which you give to your slaves. I believe that there is justice in your complaints, Beric, Petronius said calmly, and it is to lessen these grievances that Rome has sent me hither. Vengeance has been fully taken for your rebellion. It is time that the sword was laid aside. I have already issued a proclamation granting an amnesty to all who then rose against us. Your case was different. You have still continued in arms and have resisted our power, but I trust that with your capture this will end. You and your companions will go to Rome with Suetonius, but there are many of your followers still in arms. With these I would treat, not as a conqueror or with the conquered, but as a soldier with brave foes. If they will lay down their arms, they shall share the amnesty and be free to return every man to his own land, to dwell there and cultivate it free from all penalty or interruption. Their surrender would benefit not only themselves, but all the Britons. So long as they stand in arms and defy our power, we must rule the land with the sword. But when they surrender, there will be peace throughout the island, and I trust that the Britons in time will come to look upon us as friends. 
if rome had so acted before beric said no troubles would have arisen and she might now be ruling over a contented people instead of over a desert there are still many of your tribesmen in the fens there is an army beric replied you have taken one stronghold and that by surprise but the lesson will not be lost upon them there will be no traitors to guide your next expedition by this time the last fenmen in the southern swamp will have been killed there will be a heavy vengeance taken by my countrymen i would fain put a stop to it all petronius said upon what terms think you would your countrymen surrender they will not surrender at all beric said there is not a man there but will die rather than yield but if you will solemnly take oath that those who leave the fens and return to their villages shall live unmolested save that they shall when their homes are rebuilt and their herds again grazing around them pay a tribute such as they are able to bear they will i believe gladly leave the fens and return to their villages and the fugitives who have fled north will also come back i am ready to take such an oath at the altar petronius said i have come to bring peace to the land i am ready to do all in my power to bring it about but how are they to know what i have done i will say petronius let us your captive be present when you take the oath release four of my band choose those most sorely wounded and who are the least able to support the journey to rome i will send them with my bracelets to the fens i will tell them what you have said and they will testify to having seen you swear before your gods and i will send my last injunctions to them to return again to their land to send for the fugitives to return from the north and to say from me that they will return as free men not as slaves and that there is no dishonor in accepting such terms as you offer i will do as you say the roman agreed so Atonius, you can spare four of your captives especially as there are assuredly some among them who could ill support the fatigues of the journey return now to your friends beric tomorrow morning you shall meet me at the temple and there i will take an oath of peace with britain End of chapter ten